The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. All right, think about this. Apples, strawberries, cucumbers, the list goes on and on. Things that we enjoy. But you know what? Things that would not be possible without honeybees. Wow, how life would be different if honeybees weren't here. (laughs) Life would be so drastically different. And we're excited that you're here to talk about honeybees today on Community Spotlight with our guest, Leanne Brink. She is a beekeeper from Greenville, Tennessee, and we're excited to have her on. Hey, Leanne, thanks for being here. Hey, Braxton. Thanks for having me. Of course. So excited to talk about this topic. It's it's so super local, even though bees are everywhere. It's so super local because we're supporting the local economy, environment, mm-hmm. and the local bees that live with us, that we <laughs> share space with. So, hey, you are um, a, a beekeeper, a bee enthusiast, a bee lover. So tell us a little <laughs> bit of your background and how you um, drew interest and love for bees. Well, I started out as a nurse for almost 30 years. And once our daughter uh, came on scene, um, when she got old enough, I needed something to learn and do and explore for myself. So I had a choice between learning about herbs and um, homeopathic alternatives, because I've always believed God gave us everything we needed on this earth. We just didn't know what it was or how to use it. Right. So, So I was thinking that way. And then I thought, well, uh, beekeeping's pretty interesting. It's mentioned, uh, honey is mentioned 66 times in the Bible, so that must be pretty important. Uh, it's sweet, it's antibacterial, antiviral, uh, it promotes healing of any wounds and uh, it's helped my husband with his allergies so that won the bl- won the blue ribbon <laughs> yeah that's good for both of you <laughs> yes sir. good for both of you uh you know i remember in grade school learning about honeybees and the importance that they played in nature and um you know of course for pollination for honey that mm-hmm. you know you're able to create because of the work that bees do um, but uh, so many things that I've forgotten about that bees are important for. So for others that are like me, remind us of some of the reasons that we should be thankful for our honeybees. Well, a lot of our food sources require pollination. Um, that is one of the USDA says out of the 100 food crops that we produce, 70 of those crops require pollination, which produces 90% of the world's food source. That's, that's pretty powerful. That's an incredible number. Yeah. That's a little bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is what's so amazing, um, that they reflect a character that I I hope I reflect in my Christian walk. Uh, They respect their leadership. Every bee has a job. They work together to improve the community. Um, They're very intentional and focused on what they do. They're peace-loving little things. They are loyal to their hive. Yeah, I think that's that's a great uh, place to be is peace loving because yeah. i think as a kid a lot of people are like i hate bees <laughs> they sting me yeah. but you know they're they'd only hurt you when you step on them True. Or they're not a yellow jacket nope. or something like that that will attack mm-hmm. you know they they protect yes they don't you know they don't, they don't attack. cause pain it's true they just protect yeah you know? and even if 
the venom in there is used for medical purposes also. People with rheumatoid arthritis and multiple sclerosis get health benefits from the actual venom of the honeybee. Yeah. Um, but if a honeybee stings, it's the only one that dies. So it has no desire to do that. It just wants to do its job. Yeah. Get on with life. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And, you know, you, you talked about the, the health benefits, even from the venom. Yeah. Uh, what are other, like, health benefits that, that we could be aware of from bees that maybe I, I don't know about? Well, uh, both honey and propolis are antibacterial, antiviral, antimicrobial, uh, which is a big um, bonus for our healing and preventative of the Infectious disease processes, um, it's nutritional. Uh, it has both amino acids and carbohydrates in it. So that is a healthy sweetener for our, our little sweet tooth. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of good things from bees. <laughs> too, yeah. too many to list, yeah. honestly. Pollination is probably the biggest thing. Everybody yeah. thinks honey because we all like it. Right. But pollination is the true blessing yeah, the Lord I mean, has given us. Corn. Mm-hmm. strawberries, mm-hmm. apples. I mean, these things wouldn't be here True. without them. Wouldn't be here. Yeah. There, there's be no, no way. You, you, I mean, it, we talk so much about planting the seed and watering the seed and nurturing the weeds around it, plucking those out of the ground and stuff, but they don't get pollinated. Not happening. It's not going to happen. So mm-hmm. pretty important. Um, so what can the local communities uh, with their local bees, mm-hmm. it, maybe they don't want to put on the suit and be a beekeeper, but what can they do to protect bees, to make sure that they're healthy so that we can be healthy too? Right. Some real simple and easy things you can do at home. Uh, leave a portion of your yard unmowed. That leaves weeds like, yep, the dandelion. That's the uh, honeybee's first baby food that is well-balanced for them. Uh, it's also a good uh, weed for our health believe it or not. Uh, Avoid harsh chemicals, herbicides. uh, Try like white vinegar instead. Uh, Pesticides. Use neem oil. And if you have to spray, spray late in the evening when the honeybees are going back to their hive and it has time to dry before they come back out and forage again. Leave a little dish of water out for them. Just make sure to put some rocks or marbles or something so they don't accidentally drown. But that's for hydration. Bees require a lot of water to produce honey Um, and plant native um, plants that are bloom in all seasons to provide food for your pollinators uh, by local what are some really big what are some of those plants that somebody you know you can leave some of the weeds and stuff but for somebody who wants to plant a plant to make their yard you know you know beautiful mm-hmm. that it's it's it makes it look good but it's also good for bees you know any, any certain plants that might be a good recommendation <laughs> well i just draw on the drive up here i noticed how many of the fields were just so beautiful with the yellows and that is your wing stem your ironweed is that dark purple that's yeah. so beautiful uh goldenrod yeah goldenrods um, yep it makes great honey okay uh and it has health benefits for the bees so anything yellow Herbs, they love pastel colors. Blue's their favorite, believe it or not. It's like, okay, how many blue flowers do you know of? Right. But there's bachelor buttons. um, There's the... 
chicory, which farmers really don't like a lot, but it's that nice weedy thing that's blue along the roadsides. Yep. Uh, it provides a lot of pollen for our girls. Well, that, well that's a pretty good list. <laughs> that's a pretty good list. Any kind of herbs, of course, any kind of yeah. herbs are great for the bees, and they're good for you. You get to eat them, too. Yeah, and, so. and, and try not to kill them if you see them, the bees. True. <laughs> Let them do their thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I, I've heard you've got an event coming up October 15th. Uh, tell us more about this for, I guess, anybody in the area that would like to, to learn more about beekeeping, right? Yeah, it's not just about bees. You'll learn about pollination also. It's any ages, um, elementary on up to... Uh, our adult years, but it is the first ever Upper East Tennessee uh, region is putting on a conference to learn how to um, save our bees and to help them thrive in our area. It will be held October the 15th at uh, Towering Oaks Baptist Church in Greenville, Tennessee. It's a one-day event. If you pre-register online, you can. it will include lunch. The speakers are um, just over-the-top phenomenal. We have Michael Bush and Kent Williams. Those are our keynote speakers. And uh, one is completely treatment-free, a commercial beekeeper, and the other one is a soft chemical uh, beekeeper. Uh, Dr. John Skinner will be with us. He is retired uh, UT state apiarist. And then our current state apiarist, Mike Studard, will be with us. We'll have lots of uh, vendors and uh, food truck and It'll just be a, a wonderful experience, I think, for the whole family. Okay. Any need to register or do you just show up or anything like that? Well, you can show up, uh, but if you do that, um, you won't get lunch because I have to, <laughs> I have to yeah. tell them a number that I have uh, to, for them to prepare for. And is it all day? It is a, an all-day event. The doors will open at 730 uh, the easiest way to register is actually online through our website at TennesseeHoneyBees.com. Uh, and you can pay for the conference right then and there. Great. Great. Mm-hmm. Nice and easy. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be great for um, a, anybody that has interests, like you said, in bees or pollen or just learning more about the environment, things like that. So I think it's going to be great. So, again, that website, if you'd like to learn more or register now, you can at TennesseeHoneyBees.com. And again, uh, she is Leanne Brink from Greenville, Tennessee. Excited for you to be here. Thanks so much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.